You're listening to the private podcast for The Matrix with Amber Smith. Welcome to the content creation call. I just wanted to give you a quick reminder. The point of these calls is for me to help you create content that gets you clients and make money. That is the purpose of content. Of course, we want to be helping people. I think you guys are all pretty good at that kind of content in general, where it's like you're adding value, you're sharing, you know, how to or stories or ideas that make their lives better. Today is a sales content, like specifically. And so I'm going to draw something. Some of you guys have seen me draw this before. This isn't like new, but the idea is your client is here at point A and they're trying to get to point B and you're like, hey, get in my car because I can help you get to point B. And this is our offer. The way we talk about our offer is different than the way we would create like helpful, valuable content. And this is where I've taught and worked through a lot of coaches because we're so good at helping. It's just a different skill set to sell. And so I'm going to share three different frameworks with you today about how to talk about your offer. I'm calling it like your offer messaging so that people actually want to buy what you're selling. Because I think it's really frustrating to know you provide like life-changing experiences for your clients and like you'll talk about it and it just like lands flat. And so this is not because you are bad. This is not because your offer is bad. A lot of times your offer is fine, right? The offer is like the four Ps that we talk about, the person, the price, the process, and the promise. And if you need help verifying that, we can do that as well. But today, what I really want you is like come up with ideas for you to put in your email list, on a video, in a post. You can use what we'll talk about as scripts. Like I love that word, but like kind of the skill set of copywriting, the skill set of using your words to sell. You can also use your voice. Like you could just record your face talking and I think all will work because this is something I think not enough coaches know how to do because we love talking about mindset and belief work. And you know, I teach that stuff and I love it. But I also think this is one of those X factors of coaches who can market well is they've studied copywriting. I'm going to reference one of the frameworks in this book. It's called Copywriting Secrets by Jim Edwards. This is one of those like books I keep on my desk. Like if I feel stuck writing a sales email or if I am in a launch and I'm like, I don't know what to say. Like he's got great frameworks in here for like headlines for emails and the structure. And so I'm going to be sharing actually one of his frameworks as well. I'm also going to be sharing the belief breaking formula from Alex Ramosi. I don't know if you guys follow him, but I got it from one of his books and it's very useful for me. So the first one that we're going to do is a belief breaking formula. I'm going to pull it up. Because I feel like you can condense this or lengthen this depending on how you're selling. These are frameworks, so you can use them on Instagram post, in an email, on a video, at the end of a webinar or a masterclass or whatever. I don't think it matters. The idea is people buy when their beliefs are shifting, when they see a different possibility. And they don't buy if they keep the same beliefs. And so let's do it. If you have a pen, write it down. You can do this on your phone. I'm going to encourage you guys to try this. So say what they believe is the first step. And this is something that they believe that is wrong. And so if any of you are brave, I'm going to do this workshop style where like we'll actually go through it. I'm going to actually share the full framework and then we can get into it. Say why it is wrong. Say what is right. Say why it is show proof. So that is the framework. So step one, step two, 
and I'm a nerd. Like I studied psychology in school and I love science and business specifically and marketing because it's like applied human behavior. <laughs> like this is a fascinating thing to study because if you never address why what they believe is wrong in a kind way, you don't need to be like, you believe wrong. <laughs> you can do it kindly. One of the best things we can do for our clients is to help them believe different, right? We do that in our containers. We do that when they actually work with us. I think the missing piece from the marketing's perspective is doing that when they read your email or doing that when they read your post. And it's like a ninja skill. Now that you have this formula, you're going to see it in a lot of your mentors. I use this formula because what they're believing right now has gotten them to where they're at. And like we talked about, our job as the coach is to help them get in the car through what, you know, your offer. So one-on-one coaching, group programs, master class, whatever. We want them to get in the car because the car is what's going to help them get to point B. And if they never get in the car, they never get the experience. They never change. And they might take different cars. And we can talk about different cars being like reading books or hiring a different coach or going to a therapy, going to a doctor or any of the alternatives. You better believe in your car and why they should get in your car over other cars, other options, other things they could do to get to point B. So we're going to do this in real time. So I'll give you an example. Actually, let's do it live. Does anyone want to come do this with me live? Okay, Jules. So this first one is what they believe that's wrong. So let's start with your point A and point B. Where are they and where do they want to go? Well, like I had a client yesterday who keeps going the same loop that her relationship everybody's the mom, the child, everybody. And she feels overwhelmed, but she wants to feel peace of mind. Okay. So she's overwhelmed. We'll put it here so that everyone can kind of see they can do it. Overwhelmed in relationships specifically? With life in general, but she was talking a lot about relationships. Well, she's busy at work. That's overwhelmed. And then she comes home, all these people, and she feels overwhelmed, but she wants to feel peace of mind. What does she believe that's wrong? So like we might need to kind of go back and forth. It is stopping her from having peace of mind. Well, she believes that when her mom goes back home, when her child goes back to college, then she'll have a peace of mind. I guess she believes that peace of mind belongs to something or someone else. Or their behavior or if they do what you want them to do. Something like that. Yes. Almost like the other person is at cause. Like, if they have the keys to my peace of mind, they also have the keys to my overwhelm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's a good one. Keys, yeah, to overwhelm and keys to peace of mind. Yes. Basically, how I feel, this is classic coaching. How I feel my relationship has to do with the other person. This is where I see coaches. This is what you teach. This would be the post. Yeah. But it doesn't what they believe. They're just like, eh. Like, this is what I would see. I'm not saying you, Jules, but like when I see internet word salad that doesn't compel me to buy anything, this is what I would see. It was like, you think your relationship has to do with the other person, but you're wrong. The relationship has to do with you. Or another word that you probably have seen. It only takes one to change a relationship. Who has seen that style of post? I know I have lots of times. Does it make me want to buy anything from this person? Why? Because we haven't given a compelling reason why that's wrong, why what they're believing actually isn't helpful. So this is where we take it deeper. Why is that wrong, Jules? Because it takes their power away. (laughs) If they rely on those people, they'll never have a peace of mind. It takes their personal responsibility, their 
putting their responsibility on circumstances, trying to avoid the language, but it's not coming up. I'm writing a bunch of things, but <laughs> it is like, it's wrong because if you always wait for the other person to get it right, to have peace of mind, you'll be waiting for a very long time and you have no control of your life. How is that going for you waiting for them to go back to school? Or to do the right things, for your husband to say the right thing, for you to have peace of mind. Probably not well. It's a familiar story. And people think this way, but it's not how to have peace of mind. How do you get peace of mind? So you get peace of mind when you become in control of how you feel. It's what you're thinking about it and what you're making it mean about you. This is what I would say. I really like to teach people either regardless of conditions or unconditionally. I think that's the power of coaching is we teach people how to live unconditionally. Conditional is I have peace of mind when my kids do what I want them to do. I have peace of mind when my husband acts the way I want him to act, like how most people live their life. So what is right is when you learn to think unconditionally, thoughts to create peace of mind. See, this is really powerful. We're about to make the bridge on why coaching helps them create peace of mind. Why is this right? When you think unconditionally, you can create peace of mind wherever you're at. Well, because then you're always in power. You're empowered to make you feel how you want to feel. <laughs> you always tune in into your power, your choice. You're making the choice, exercising the power of choice. You create how you want to feel. Do you have a story? Just use your life. I think that's probably going to be the easiest. So, well, my story, like I used to change my husband to make me feel good and happy. And when I stopped doing that, I fell in love with him even more. So before you took control of your own thinking, what was going on? Was noticing what he doesn't do right, according to my standards. I had this idealistic view how it should be and how it was. I was getting emotionally triggered <laughs> at some things that he did or said. What was the yeah. result for you? How did Myself, you feel? I was more upset, disappointed, unlucky, not feeling happy, exercising an idea of divorce, all in my own head. <laughs> in my own head, I was in misery. <laughs> and then what changed? I decided to be in charge of how I choose to think and feel. And I how choose that. How did I choose that? Well, but like one day you woke up and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to oh. choose. No, I think I started to see other ways of living life and how. Where uh, did you see the ways of living well, I life? I guess yeah, books, inspirational speakers, tuning into the other messages and was receiving them, opening up. And then started to play with different ideas of really getting in relationship with myself and what I want and what makes me happy, regardless of how he is. And I'm just going to put that out because you can tell the story of what happened after you realized it was all up to you. It goes so much deeper than just like, it only takes one to change a relationship. This is selling them that idea. So we can do this with all types of offers. And so you would kind of complete this Lou was saying, if you are ready to totally flip your reality upside down and start feeling empowered and living unconditionally, that's what coaching does for people. Helps you create peace of mind no matter what's happening in your relationships. 
If you want to talk about what coaching can do for you, send me a DM to schedule your first complimentary coaching call. That's how you would end that. Because the other one that we've talked about before that I think is always playing a role is hook story offered. So to put the belief breaking formula into this whole framework is the story part, like the meat part of your offer. This, it would be like an email subject or the first line in a reel or a video or a post. And then the offer is like that CTA that we just talked about. If you want to experience this yourself, send me a DM. That's how it comes to life. Does that make sense? You can do this with tons of their own beliefs. Does anyone have a question from watching me do this with Jules that I can clarify? Yeah, Ashley. So what is the difference between say why it's wrong and then say what is correct? Because like I'm thinking, of course, the first thing that comes to mind is like I'm too young to be thinking about menopause. And then you say why it's wrong because it actually starts in your 30s. Or is that what is correct? Let's just do it. I do these all the time. You guys would laugh if you saw my journal. I'm like doing this in my journal sometimes. It's like, what if my clients believe it's not serving them? The more you do it, the more you're going to get a hang of it. So let's just start from the beginning. What do they believe that is stopping them from getting to point B? That they're too young to be thinking about menopause. It's more like pre-menopause, did you say? Well, I think that they would say menopause. I think that's really, really good. So you might start your email with, if you're like a lot of my clients, you might think I'm too young to have to think about menopause. Why is that wrong? Because it actually starts in your 30s. Oh, wait. Okay. Oh, man, Amber, like so many things are coming to my mind now because I'm like, people think that menopause is really just the one year anniversary of your last period, right? Anyway, like my mind is just kind of going on. Okay, next. Do you have a statistic? I'd be really curious. Like most people don't know is menopause actually starts in your 30s. What is right is like most women by age 35 have already started experiencing symptoms of menopause that we call perimenopause or something like that. Like, do you have a statistic? I don't, but I'm sure I could find a study that has that. That's getting early and earlier due to like environmental factors. So why is this right? I guess the other thing you want to say in this, what is right? Women should be thinking about this because they're already experiencing the symptoms whether they know it or not. Yeah, like I'm always saying, like, it's coming your way, whether you're prepared or not. And I guess this is where I get hung up is why is it right? Or like, because your whole point is I'm too young to have to think about it. And it's like, that's only hurting them. I don't know what your point A and point B is. We can maybe go back to this. So what is their point A? Like their symptom. So they're experiencing symptoms, but unconscious of why. Yeah, like I think your sister-in-law is kind of the perfect example. Yes, I saw her like. We were out of family, something, and she's like, I need a snack. Like, she needed to eat something. I don't know. She was feeling really funky. And it's just interesting. So she's experiencing symptoms, but doesn't know what's happening versus, like, in control of their experience. Yes. Because when you know what is coming, like, you can prepare for it, right? Like, nothing takes you by surprise and you're prepared. Yes. And probably better experience. For sure. So it'd be like... You have to handle it better. You can say they're more prepared. They have experienced it totally differently, right? They don't feel like they're crazy. So it's like you're not too young. Like you are actually awake to what's happening in your own body. You could use your close proof or clients, but I feel like you probably don't feel crazy, even though you're experiencing the perimenopause. You're like, I'm not crazy, right? This is a whirlwind, but I know it's happening and I know how to take care of myself. Instead of 
like, I don't know why I'm having migraines or why I'm feeling this way or whatever symptoms they're experiencing. I know exactly what's going on. So I know how to take care of myself. I don't feel like I'm at the whim of whatever my body is doing on a certain day. And that peace of mind allows me to be prepared. It allows me to actually monitor and alleviate symptoms because I know what's happening. This is not random. And then your call to action would be something like, if you're ready to take, what is your call to action? What is your offer? Is it the masterclass? Uh, well, uh, yeah, yes, the masterclass. Yeah, if you want to learn, you know, why you're not too young to think about menopause, if you're ready to, you know, take control of your hormones and all the changes that you're going through, you need to come to a masterclass. That would be your call to action. I agree. Thank you. Yeah. I do this with a bunch of beliefs. Though so I would be like, I can't figure out all my problems on a masterclass. That might be a belief that they have. Then you write a whole belief breaking formula about why a masterclass can change their life. I can think of tons. I don't have time to think i already know what's coming it's like no you don't right and you can go through the formula cool and that could be your whole sequence great thank you yeah no problem does anyone else want to do this before i go on to the next one so i just want to reiterate this hook story offer right here hook story offer is like the general framework for selling and i would plug the belief breaking formula into the story part so hook would be like something interesting that looks like the first line in a caption that looks like your email headline something that gets people's attention and then you share this meaty belief breaking formula and then you add your call to action at the end for this specific framework so then the next formula that i was going to share when i'm writing i'm remembering what i'm doing in a sales context is not getting them to point B. That's what I do when they're coaching with me. When I'm selling, I'm getting them from point A into the car. And I think the desire that we have is like, I want to get them to point B. And like, I love that. And if they could do it by themselves, they would already do it, right? They would be doing it. And so there's something in their psyche that is stopping them from taking the action, at least consistently enough to get to point B. And it's not that they can't do it by themselves. It's not about seeing them as like victims, hopeless. It's like, I have something that can actually help you get to point B. And so this is the messaging that we're thinking of. Like the belief breaking formula is one of them. Hook story offer is like the basic outline of it. But I think when we hear the word like copywriting or offer messaging, I think sometimes our brains like <laughs> turn off because it's like school. So I don't want us to feel like school, even though I'm teaching like kind of nitty gritty messaging frameworks. I think in my mind, part of my job as a coach is to help them get in the vehicle of coaching or a masterclass or a free call or whatever your offer is that gets them to point B. And so like we talked about in the belief breaking formula, there's a lot of content that's just like the very beginning. And then we have to back up what we're saying with why it is right, showing proof, case studies, testimonials, stories. And so I wanted to talk about objections and help you flip it. We did this a little bit last time. You can see what's on my mind just based on what I'm talking about with my clients and what I'm seeing. Turning this into a sales message for you. And you can even use the belief breaking formula if you want with the objections, but actually helping people overcome their own beliefs because objections are beliefs. I don't mean like you have to overcome objections. I like overcoming objections in my content. I don't necessarily love doing it on a consult call because I feel like that's pressure filled. But if I can do it 
in my content that's really powerful or in a sales message that's really powerful. When you hear the word objections, I want your coach training to be like, oh, there's beliefs that stopping them from getting in the car, the offer. The other thing I want you to know is people only have objections if they want what you're selling. Powerful. So if they come back with, I don't have time, or I don't know if this works for me, or it's too expensive. Those are some main objections. But even like to use Ash's example, like, I don't know if coaching is the right thing for me. I think maybe I should see my doctor. That's really good for you to spend time thinking, like, what is their belief that's stopping them from getting in the car? Your offer. And so, again, I think it'll be easier to demonstrate what I'm talking about if we do it live. So it can be even if you've already talked, you can come on or if anyone has some objections that they get, let's do it live. Ashley, do you want to be brave again since we were already started for you? You know, I'm always going to be brave. So do you have any people telling you objections besides we'll do time and money, too, but like that's like pretty much everyone has those two things yeah but anything about your offer so what you said about like working with a physician that is not something that usually comes up for me because I make it really clear that I'm not here to take the place of your doctor like I'm not a doctor but that doesn't mean that it couldn't come up in the future yeah that's Um, good what does this is going to be really hard that's what they say like this is going to be really hard like I just don't know if I'm going to be able to do it to do what specifically? It usually has to do with their nutrition. Cooking at home, buying the right food. Like, what is it? Reducing sugar. To me, I'm like, that just seems true. Like, it just seems true. That it's For sure. For sure. <laughs> food is such a big one with our hormones. So we talk about it a lot. And, you know, depending on their symptoms, I might ask them to cut back on like dairy or caffeine or something like that. And I always try to meet my client where she is. I don't want to like bombard her with this is what you can't have, can't have, can't have. But that's where their mind is immediately going like, and how am I going to feed my family and do this? You know what I mean? What do you tell them? I tell them that it's not going to be all at once and that they can do it. They absolutely can do it. And that it's going to be little steps over time. It's not going to be like, okay, from today on, no more sugar. It doesn't mean that you're never going to be able to have a piece of cake again or your favorite treat again, but you're going to be choosing it intentionally, knowing what the result is going to be. That's going to be the difference. Do you think that they can get results if they don't cut out sugar, dairy, and caffeine? When it comes to perimenopause, kind of a whole new game, right? Like it's a whole new lifestyle. Just be honest with me. Like, do they need to? Okay. So, what do they need to do to get results if this isn't it? So they don't need to do these things to get. No, no, they do. They do need to do these things. Hey, so this is like the part of your program. Like if they don't do this, they will not be able to experience perimenopause the way that they want to. Correct. So if they have an objection to this, they will not buy from you. You can see that. So like there's lots of ways to handle this. How I would do it is create a resource for the objection. So it's like I made a list of yummy treats that don't have refined sugar, you know, here's like a list of alternatives. And I think you do that in some of your content. Is that true? Yes. The resources that you give your clients, by chance? Yeah. You sell them on that resource when you're selling. I'm imagining like you talking about your program at the end of your master class and you're like, listen, I hear you. What we talked about today is like, you're going to have to reduce your sugar and you're going to need to eat less dairy and you're probably going to need to cut up caffeine if I'm being really honest. And I know that is really hard. 
That's why I created these three resources for you so that it doesn't have to be that hard. I spent months and years trying to figure out how to do this on my own. And what I would end up doing is just going to sugar. And I don't want you to do that. If you're committed, and this is why it's so important to get in a group that will help you stay committed. I'll help you with the resources. I'll help you with the mindset because it is challenging. Your kids want to eat sugar. Your husband wants to go out and eat or whatever. And without your commitment, you're just going to go back into your old habits and you're going to keep experiencing the same things. That's why I ask my clients to commit to something like a program or one-on-one coaching where I'm helping you implement the things that we've talked about today. And I would mention the resources that you have as well. So it becomes, I don't like this word, like pitch whatever you're selling. It's like, that's why you need this. It is hard by yourself. Are you going to keep experiencing everything that you're experiencing? You don't have to live like that. That's what I'm going to help you with in my program. Basically, it's like a mind ninja way to say like, I hear your questions. Actually, there's a third little, I should have had this. Most of the time, it sounds like a question when people have objections. So the question indicates the belief. It's like, well, what if I can't cut out sugar? Or what if I don't want to cut out sugar? Or what if like my whole family loves sugar and dairy? What they're expressing to you is the belief like this sounds way too hard. And you turn that belief into exactly why they need the program. I know it's challenging, especially if you try this by yourself, especially if you do it without resources. And I'm not saying that it's going to be all rainbows and daisies, but that's why I ask my clients to have a commitment to one-on-one coaching or to the program because it is hard to do it by yourself. It's not hard to do it with someone on your team, with resources at your fingertips, with someone who's been there before, right? Which is why my blank program is exactly designed for you. You turn it into the reason that they want it or need it. I don't know if I would use the word need. Exactly why the program would be beneficial for them. And you can do this. Like I said, I could see you doing especially this one after you've taught them why reducing sugar and dairy and caffeine is so important for their symptoms. I would say that probably is your number one objection, Ashley, to working with you. I don't want to cut out sugar. I don't want to cut out dairy and I don't want to cut out caffeine. So that program isn't for me. That's what I have to do. And I think if you don't address that, you're going to lose people who like actually want to, but they're like, I just can't. It's just too hard. And I would be like, yeah, it's too hard if you try to do it alone. That's what I would say. Like, yeah, I would never do that alone. I'm thinking about like the things that I'm going to talk about in my class. And I'm like, really, I'm asking them to change their entire lifestyle. And it's really challenging. Yes. So say I don't have the money for that or I don't have the time or whatever. That is not, in my opinion, what they're saying is this. Like, I can't do that. That's way too big of a lifestyle change for me. So this is the other part of this framework that I like to think about is to say, like, you're at a crossroads, right? Like, you have a choice. And no matter what you choose, one is going to get you closer to the results and one isn't. And you can draw, like, if you don't change anything today, we kind of know where you're at. You're going to be exactly where you are today. And all I want you to do is make a conscious choice. If that's how you want to keep feeling and keep living, that is fine. My program probably isn't for you. But if you are sick of feeling the way that you're feeling, feeling out of control, feeling bloated, waking, whatever the symptoms are, like nothing changes if nothing changes. And I know it's going to be hard. That's why I built out these resources. That's why you're not alone when you make these changes. I walk you through how to have the hard conversations. I walk you through how to grocery shop for yourself. I make a list of restaurants for you that accommodate so you can still eat out if you want. Like I know a mom. I can help you or I can help you order or whatever you help your clients do. It's like, if you try to do it alone, you will go right back to where you're at. That's why I ask my clients for a big commitment of six months or whatever you're selling. 
because that is what it takes or else you will just go back to eating too much sugar and too much dairy and you're going to keep feeling like crap. Even if you don't join my program, I just don't want you to experience that. I want you to make a conscious choice for the life and the body and the experience you have in your body from a really empowered place. Because I don't think we've talked about this, but I feel like this is a really big objection for you. Yeah, for sure. Because no one wants to do that. They want to feel better. They want to stop feeling crazy. I think you have to really sell that it's not hard if they do it with you, which is true. It's so much easier to do it with people who get it. For sure. Is there anything else that you can think of like along like, these lines? Things um, that you asked? I feel like I can think of a million things when I'm not talking to you. But maybe something that I've heard a time or two is like, is all that really necessary? Like, is it really going to make that big of a difference? So, again, question. What they are feeling to is a belief. I can't do all that. I cannot do all that. And so instead of addressing the question, this is like a ninja, like you're addressing the belief. And I like to say things like, yeah, I get it. A lot of my clients, they want to make it as easy as possible. Unfortunately... By making it easy, they usually skip out on things that make all the difference. And so they're half in, half out, and nothing changes. And so they're like, oh, see, it doesn't work, but you have to be all in. And it is a commitment. But the reason that they're here is for the clarity of mind, the way that they feel, the energy, their quality of life, I'm sure is so different when they actually do what you're inviting them to do. Because the other alternative is like, maybe they cut out sugar for two weeks, but they keep eating dairy and they keep doing caffeine. And then, you know, they're back to regular life. And you know what I mean? Like you can take the picture of what their alternative is. And if you're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm uncomfortable, but like, I really love eating out and I love, you know, that's fine. But the program probably isn't for you. But if you are committed to living this way, my clients want this. They want to have a total body freedom where they're not a slave to the symptoms that they're experiencing where they make conscious choices every day on how they want their body to feel. They're not relying on caffeine to have energy for their day. They honor their new season of life and they know how to ask for what they need. And, you know, whatever, I'd be curious what your point B is, but you paint the picture like my clients want this. And so they join my program knowing that's what we're working for and they're committed and they're not alone. I have resources like it doesn't have to be that hard when you do it together. You can do this because that's their belief is that I can't actually do that. Yes, you can because I've seen some of your testimonials. Like I can tell the people who actually do what you ask them to do because like their life has totally changed. They're singing in your praises. Like I would use that as an example. When a client goes all in, their life is totally different. You can half beep it, right? Like you can half your stuff. You can try to piecemeal stuff you see on the internet, things you watch. You can look at like content on Instagram and try to make your own plan. But just notice how often do you double heart, like you like the content, but you don't actually change. That's why joining a program like this where I'm with you every step of the way and you're committed, this is you inviting them to get into the car with you. That's what changes your results is the total commitment to doing everything it takes to actually change your life. Totally different because I don't think your real objection is time or money. I actually think it's this stuff that change is really hard, specifically nutrition. And so by really going right into it, I think that you'll get to their real beliefs. I'm just kind of thinking about like what you taught last week. In the beginning, you did the short, sweet to the point. And then later on, you do like the thought reversals. Like the women uh, that want to, but they're nervous too. So like I can just see like a thought reversal for you, almost a loop that your clients would get stuck in. It's like, I really need to give up sugar, that thought that they have. I know I need to give up sugar. I've seen that I need to give up dairy. I know that's the thing. I've tried it before, but it never works. Yeah. And 
if you were able to talk to them one on one, like, well, how long did you give up sugar and dairy for? And I'm sure they'd be like, like a week, right? They never actually got to the point where it'd make a difference. And that's why the program, them getting in the car with you is important. We'll still keep doing surface level work and not realizing there's so much more integration that they need to actually see the results. And that's their problem. Yes. So one of the things that I think that is beneficial about working with me one-on-one is that like in the beginning, when you are doing the things, like you're going to bed earlier and you're cutting out the sugar and caffeine and stuff, you're not yet experiencing the result. It sucks, right? Like it's terrible. They're like, this is the worst thing ever. I hate this. So to have somebody that is like one-on-one supporting you through that is everything because then once they start getting results and like that fuels their motivation, right? So it's like the valley of despair. Yeah. Are you familiar with the change cycle? I'm sure you've seen it. Where there's like this gap and we see this in business too, where it's like you start doing everything right and the results aren't there yet. And so most people will give up because it's like, well, I'm not seeing anything. It's like, well, it's that have to commit the most. That's why a program that's six months is so powerful. You can start selling why you've chosen your offer the way you did. That's why my programs are long. I'm like, I know what it actually takes. It is not six weeks. You could say something like that. You can be like, listen, I give you a lot of information in this masterclass, but information without implementation is just something that is bouncing around your head, making you feel guilty. Yeah. You want help actually implementing. Having a coach with you is the best way to see results because I'm with you every step of the way. We're talking about where you struggle and where it's hard and when you want to give up and then you don't give up because I'm with you. We're going to meet next week. Like you want to get results. That kind of commitment is what's required. This is just the beginning. I just want to give you some like compassion because your niche lends itself to a lot of objections. And for weight loss, like anything that's body related and food, I think, I mean, I have objections and everyone has objections from their clients, but I feel like this one you really have to hone in on their belief that it's too hard. Or a sneaky one, I think, is like, I could do all of this and I still won't actually see any results. And then all I do is like cause suffering for nothing. It's all for nothing, which is a sneaky belief too. Yeah, I think that the like, oh, it sounds really hard or this isn't realistic. Like who is really going to do this? But really, it's not. I mean, seriously, if I can do it, I am the biggest junk food junkie you know what I mean? Like, I'm not some special person. You've tasted the fruit on the other side. Yes, totally. You know how it is after you let these things go. That's what you have to sell. That's point B. It's like, yeah, there is a valley of despair. Most people stop doing what they need to do to get results here because, frankly, it's hard. And this is why having a coach is so important because this is when you get to decide what results you really are committed to. And I can tell you, once you get off the addiction, like withdrawals and dairy, like, and you start choosing these things, like you will feel so alive. You will be like, I can't believe how bad I was feeling because you'll have a distinct difference right now. You don't even know how bad you feel because you haven't had an alternative experience. So got to sell them on the point B. Lived it. You have clients that have lived it. You might share case studies or testimonials and include like where they thought they were going to give up or that it wasn't, you know, legit or whatever. Powerful. Awesome. Thank you. That's so helpful. Thanks, Ashley. So to tie it for everyone listening, doing your own version of this, because obviously if you're not a health coach like Ashley, like this isn't necessarily going to be helpful for you. But when they have questions, most of the time it's indicating a belief that feels wobbly to them. Like, I'm just not cut out for this. I don't think I'm good enough to do this. I don't have willpower to make this happen. 
or like I'm not the kind of person who follows through. So I don't know if this is for me. Those are the kinds of beliefs that are actually stopping them from getting in the car for your offer. And so the more you get to the real root of it and you can shift their thinking, that's when everything starts to change. That's when the transformation starts. It's like the ninja skill in sales. It's like what we do when we're actually coaching. We're helping them change their beliefs and their thoughts, but you're doing it before they ever hire you about their beliefs getting in the car with you. So I shared two really practical frameworks, the hook story offer and then the belief breaking formula. I think in general, it is counterintuitive to think that to sell this way, it's not just adding more value. It's not just giving more of what you already give. That's something that I've noticed is when I'm selling something, it's not about how to content value adding. It's this stuff. It's like the next level down, getting to their beliefs. And I think it's almost like I imagine like I put on a different hat. So I had a podcast that I called like the coach, the human and the entrepreneur, the three identities. When you're selling, you're putting on your entrepreneur hat, right? It's like a different skill set. And I'm going to do this is meta, but like your beliefs about selling are important. So when you go to try this stuff, don't have it in your head. Like, I'm just not good at sales. I don't know how to write this. It's like, that's part of your work is to be like, you know, what? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a good salesperson because I believe in people and I believe in my offer. And getting them from point A into my vehicle is part of my job. I'm good at selling people on what they want. That's part of our work as coaches is not just to coach them. Once they're in the car, I feel like all of you guys are like, I love my clients. I'm good at what I do. I have a good intentions. You can believe all those things in your ability to sell. I believe I have good intentions when I sell. Being a salesperson is not dirty or yucky if you're doing it for the right reasons and you actually believe in what you have to offer. And so, you know, if you've historically struggled, it doesn't have to be that way. Try these things out. My encouragement for you to is to actually like try a belief breaking formula. Just see what happens. I have signed clients and made things happen because I just like tried it. I read it in a book and I was like, I'm going to try this. And it worked. And I was like, oh my goodness. So if you don't believe me, if you don't think you're a good salesperson, just try it and see what goes on. Like have an offer at the end for a free call or to sign up for your masterclass or about one-on-one coaching or whatever you have to sell and just see how it goes and you will get better as you practice it. This is not a one and done. I'm still working on my messaging because I don't think it's something that ever ends, especially in a marketplace that is sophisticated. Back in the day, you could be like, click here and lose 20 pounds with this pill. And people would be like, I know that is not the way the market is anymore. So this is how we help address people's beliefs. They don't even know our beliefs, right? They're coming up with questions on why they can't get into the car and try something that is life-changing, which is what you have to offer. So try it, see what happens, and then celebrate and keep you posted as it starts working. (laughs) Because it will. Okay, ladies, and I will see you next time. Bye.